Knock, knock. Who's there? Beginning of a joke or a Torah podcast. Welcome to Tachlis Talks, growth-oriented, partial-related Torah podcast. And this week's Parsha gives us a lesson about knock, knock. The Parsha of Tetzavid deals with the garb of the Kohanim of the priests, particularly to their service in the Mishkan, the tabernacle in the desert, and eventually the Beis HaMikdash, each of the temples in Yerushalayim. And within the description of the garbs of the Kohanim, we have the descriptions of the garb of the high priest, the Kohen Gadol. And within the description of the Kohen Gadol's garb, we have the description of the Me'il, the cloak, which had at its base, at its hem, bells. A lot of bells. 72 bells, I believe it was, surrounding him as he walked. If you walk wearing 72 bells, guess what? A little hard to sneak up on people. And that's exactly the point. Commentaries explain, as described in a lesson that Rabbi Yaqib taught his son, Rabbi Yeshua, that we are to always let one know before we enter their zone. The Kohen Gadol could not walk into a space, could not be unannounced, and we are to take that lesson to heart and not enter into somebody else's private space unannounced. Literally, a knock at the door, some way of signaling, getting their attention that we're about to enter, and regardless of to what degree it's likely that they're right now doing something either secretive or super private, super modest, but the reality is we have to respect their space. Somebody else is in their space, I'm about to enter their space, they should know that I'm about to enter. This issue of privacy has a parallel in another area of Jewish law. There was a ban, a series of bans made by Rabbeinu Gershom, great sage of about a thousand years ago, just, just prior to Rashi. Rabbeinu Gershom, probably most famous for his ban against polygamy, within the Ashkenaz world at least, the Torah is certainly allowed for polygamy, regardless of how common or uncommon that was. But uh, within Europe, standard Ashkenaz practice has been since that ban of Rabbeinu Gershom to disallow polygamy. Well, Rabbeinu Gershom made other bans as well. One of those other bans was against reading somebody else's mail. A. Sent mail to B. C. Should not be gazing on that document and seeing what it says. Now, again, if it's a uh, picture postcard and it comes to the house, and obviously, clearly, they recognize that anybody could be reading what it says, that may be a very different story, but in general... I can't be reading mail that was sent to you. I can't be reading emails that were sent to you. I can't be reading text messages that were sent to you. Even if I happen to be the one who notices that your phone is buzzing or that your screen has lit up, if it was sent to you, it's for your eyes. And many emails today have on the bottom a confidentiality notice. Regardless, even if there's no confidentiality notice, even if no one has written the letters they used to write on the envelopes, the letters signifying Chiram de Rabbeinu Gershom, that write the opening Hebrew letters of those words indicating there's a ban against reading this. With or without those letters, with or without the confidentiality notice, the default is, and again, unless we're doing a very generic, maybe business material, but if you were sent anything, personal, it is for your eyes, and I cannot be intercepting that, I cannot be looking at it. That is another aspect here in the issue of privacy. And when you think about the issue of privacy, and the fact that sometimes I'd like to kind of get into your space before you know that I'm coming. I'd like to be unannounced. You're having a conversation, and I'd like to kind of get a sense what that conversation was about before you interrupt. Or, 
really curious. I noticed something on the screen when I was passing by your cubicle, and it, it looked like something that made reference to my organization, my business, me, and I'd like, like to get a better look. Text message, hey, it's right there, and I'm sitting, you have it on a table right next to me. A little curious why so-and-so is sending you a message. Often we have a little motivation, and it's particularly when it's meant to be out of our sight that we're a little more curious about finding out what it's all about. Listening in on that conversation, easing my way closer so I can eavesdrop a drop. Um, and I'd like to be a little more unannounced. Don't want to be like that Colleen Goodall, the high priest with all those bells. I'm not eager to wanting to be knock or to simply sidestep and avoid noticing what's been written. That motivation, that curiosity, relates to the principle, this generation's new word of FOMO, um, 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 the fear of missing out. I'm, 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 I'm concerned as to what is happening that I may be missing, and I'm fearful of missing out. Well, I've argued before, I believe, on this podcast that we need to replace that unhealthy, dangerous FOMO that can be leading us to all types of breaches of privacy and other errors. We need to replace that with a kosher, healthy FOMO. And that FOMO is the sense that I am fine on my own. That Hashem, God, the resources you provide me legitimately, the the situations I'm in, legitimately, that's enough. And I don't need to maneuver myself into situations beyond where you have allowed me to be in order to survive and thrive. How often am I easing my way in and invading your space to find out what you're talking about or reading that am I really going to end up with very, very significant beneficial information? And how often am I just going to generate some type of trouble? Bottom line, if I'm fine on my own, I don't need to be breaching somebody else's privacy in order to exist. So one significant step, one tachlis step for today is to develop the attitude, to work on developing the attitude that Hashem, I appreciate what you have provided me and I don't need to be doing heroics of breaching my current zone to, to have my own existence. The kosher FOMO, I'm fine on my own and I'm not living fearful of missing out. I'm not living with that unhealthy, damaging FOMO. That alone can really help us avoid breaching the barriers and invading the privacy. But another element, I believe, is that the simple sense of respecting somebody else's space and appreciating that maybe, just maybe, when I'm on my own, I'd like to have a little heads up when someone's walking in. There are times I'm doing something and I would perhaps do it a little differently if I was being looked at, if I was being noticed. Whatever that is, it could be something totally appropriate, totally kosher. It could be something that's really a mitzvah. Maybe I want to mask something that I'm doing because, you know, I would rather be humble than have you know that right now I'm involved in even whatever this elevated project is, this mitzvah aspect. And I would like to be at least be tipped off before somebody else steps into my space if, in fact, I can relate to that fact that ever there's sometimes that I would appreciate being on my own until I know that I'm not. And that if somebody attentive to me when I don't realize that, then can I at least provide that to others as well? Can I provide 
and that I'm not going to interrupt somebody else's space without giving them that luxury of knowing that I'm about to do so. That's the knock. It's the bells on the meal, and that lesson about being sensitive to somebody else's privacy. The garb of the Kohen Gadol, unfortunately, we currently don't have the temple. We don't have that actual garb. But we can take the lesson to life from the garb and take the message to heart. Take a tactless step toward appreciating that, hey, I don't need to know what's going on on your screen or your text message or in your space. I, I'm fine on my own and I don't need to be extending beyond that. And I'm mindful of the fact that there are those times in my life that I would rather not have been caught doing whatever. And again, hopefully nobody out there in Tachlis Talks lands is ever doing anything that borders on the wrong. But I'm talking within those things that are right. I didn't want you to see that I was baking you a cake for your surprise birthday. Whatever it is that I would like to have my space until I know that I don't, let's provide others that favor as well as not invading their space without letting them know we're about to do so. So, knock, knock. Who's there? Hopefully lots of wonderful people who are just adding a little extra focus on being attentive to somebody else's privacy, respectful of other people's concerns. And in so doing, if we can be those extra not people who are extra attentive, extra mindful, extra cautious about preserving other people's rights and privacy and dignity, we'll be the type of people who are far more likely to achieve our